Welcome, nerdlings. It is our first Nerd Bite of Season 3. And I am actually going to introduce a special guest that is co-hosting with me tonight, as Ash is out of town, and so she has bailed on us. But the two of us are going to have a good time anyways. So I'd like to introduce Jason Futch from the podcast From the Vault, and he is going to help kick it off um, and discuss some fun upcoming events that we've got going on. And I've got some updates from CTN for the for the foreseeable future for y'all. So should be a good time. Say hi, Jason. <laughs> hey, everybody. How's everybody doing? Right? <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> and thank you so much for joining and being my co-host tonight. We're going to have a good time. Absolutely. It's great. I mean, gives me something to do while I'm in this truck. I'm you know, <laughs> currently in uh, Columbia, Tennessee. And uh, by myself in this truck, uh, on this lonely little marble we call the earth. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's fair. Um, so you folks might actually recognize Jason's voice from a couple episodes we've, we've done. So Jason and Ash and I did a collab a couple months ago before the end of the season. And we also did, or we also had Jason as a guest with the Finley Creek Task Force, which if you want to tell us a little bit about what the task force is, for those who don't know, that'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for those of you who didn't join us for that episode on Finley Creek, Jane Doe for uh, Crime Time Nerds. Uh, the Finley Creek Jane Doe case is about a young woman and her baby uh, that was found in a shallow grave in Union County, Oregon in 1978. And a little over 40 years later, you know, we have a group of us, a collective of us uh, from all parts of Oregon and the rest of the country uh, talking about this case. And it's definitely renewed some interest in the case a lot of interest and oh, um sure. we we gathered a lot of documents uh, a lot of old newspaper articles mel has done an amazing job mel jetterberg of, oh, she's amazing you know yeah i mean she's done a great job of basically playing record keeper historian and custodian you know yeah. it's just it's just amazing and she does great work in fact i you know i've had to scale my work down with Finley Creek in the last several months because of other projects I've been working on. But uh, Mel has definitely been keeping the torch burning on that. So it's very sure. much appreciative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, it's really just phenomenal to work with all of you. Uh, we, Ash and I, although it's been some time since we did the episode, we've never yeah. been able to actually let go of this case. So we've stayed sure. pretty, pretty involved in it. Um, getting updates, you know, chit-chatting with everybody, staying in touch. I think we have all kind of become pretty good friends actually since then. So. Absolutely. Oh, no, we're family. We're family. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, we're a little <laughs> we're a little fi family of uh um of researchers. So it's it's been awesome to be a part of this. And with that, we actually have some interesting updates uh to give people and a little uh What's the word for it? A little upcoming event that that we want to shout out. So yeah. I'll let Jason kick it off and explain to people what's coming up for it. Absolutely. So the Finley Creek Jane Doe Task Force, uh, we are putting together something for the Halloween weekend. And it's actually a special invite only event that a lot of the people who follow this case really closely mm -hmm. will be able to attend if they do provide a $5 or more donation. Yep. Uh, so what we'll do is we're going to be hosting on Zoom and we're going to basically do like a roundtable discussion. You're still hosting, right? <laughs> I'll MC. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so, and you'll, and we're happy to have you, uh, you know, hosting the event and seeing it, you know, we're, we're, we're going to just basically come together, talk about the case on a more intimate level to live for the first time to people who are familiar with this case or people who are just getting to know the Fenley Creek Jane Doe yeah. case. And, and it's, a, it's in a way, it's kind of a first of its kind, because yeah. I know in the past, uh, the Redgraves, Anthony and Lee, have done this style of forum mm -hmm. uh, where they've invited people to join them for a live Zoom call. Yeah. And essentially, it's the same thing. We're asking people, if you want to participate, ask questions and stuff, come join us and, yeah. you know, put in a $5 
Venmo donation or or more. And I'll and yeah. I'll explain why we're doing donations is because uh, in the last few months we've had a interesting update in the Finley Creek case, a very interesting update, and it, it concerns uh, a missing woman who disappeared in Idaho yep. uh, around that same time frame. Her name was Patricia Otto, and it's been suspected that her husband had actually killed her, had something to do with this crime. Her uh, daughter, Suzanne Timms, is pretty convinced that this is Finley Creek Jane Doe, and she has offered to provide the funding for the testing that is underway on a set of cremains that may or may not be Finley Creek Jane Doe. There's not a whole lot I can get into on that just yeah. because we're trying to keep our cards close to the vest, but we want to make sure that we're doing this in the best careful way possible. But with that being said, this fundraiser is going to be really cool. Mm -hmm. We're going to basically run down the history of the Finley Creek case, talk about the task force and that history. We'll all introduce ourselves uh, I'll probably get into some tirade about me solving a case in Florida. So look out for that. <laughs> uh, and then uh, then we're going to take questions from the audience, a.k.a. Yeah. the people who join us on the Zoom call. And we'll take any questions in hell. We'll even take tips live. We'll take yeah. live tips and we will research them I, because I think it's only fair that we get every single bit of information on this case that we can Absolutely. and and it'll and it'll help us grow that list of potential people that could be this woman yeah. who was you know in the late trimesters of pregnancy when she was found um and if everybody goes to the facebook page the Finley creek task force facebook page you'll see a lot of our updates have become yeah. very very interesting so for sure um uh, it's too much to talk about on the show right now, but uh, trust me when I tell you <laughs> that the, the Finley Creek Task Force has had a very exciting year. For sure. And um, and yeah, so and I should go ahead and uh, wind this down here. So <laughs> um, <laughs> so in order for you to be able to participate again, you'll have to put in a five or more dollar donation mm -hmm. um, and then. A couple of days before this event begins, we'll send you a link with the passcode for those who want to join us. Um, and like I said, it's private. It's not going to be on Facebook or anywhere yeah. else. It's strictly on Zoom. Later on down the road, we'll probably release the full video on Facebook and yeah, uh, YouTube and stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and I think it'll be a fun affair, I think. I, you know, Like I said, this is something that's not really done that often, a live forum with the with uh, people who are interested in this case yeah. and, and and we're and we're excited to see where this goes because maybe at some point in the future we might do another live yeah. event it's a great way to meet the faces of the folks who've been trying to you know solve this case for so long now what two mm -hmm. three years now you guys have been working on uh, actually so it's funny uh no, more than that I actually started this in 2018 That's I, and i'll tell you exactly it was october 18th 2018 oh uh, so this is a three-year anniversary right well so it's funny so basically that was the first so it, it wasn't necessarily the formation of the group that we know and right. love today that was actually the date that I received the email clippings from Eastern Oregon University. Oh. And that was the day I began my research. And then essentially we incorporate my history with the group's history because that's how it started. Yeah. So uh, October 18th, 2018, basically, yeah, as of uh, a few days ago, we celebrated yeah. the anniversary. Congratulations. So. <laughs> and who, who knows, maybe we'll see find in October of next year. Maybe we'll have a name to put with Finley Creek. So fingers crossed. But this is a great way for folks to come out, um, help support a really amazing cause. Let's, you know, try to give this person back their name, which would be amazing. Also, a great way to get updates on what's been going on with the task force and where things are at with the case. And just to show your support um, would be amazing. So 
we will uh I will be putting a link to the Facebook group as well um on our show notes just so that folks can go and check out the Finley Creek Task Force Facebook page, which is amazing and awesome. So a lot of great information on there. And you know, that way you can also stay tuned for when we're going to be doing those um the the donation link. So thank you. Yeah, that'll yeah. be great. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll also um put be putting out once we have that link, we can also put that out into our um, social media as well. That works. Deal. Yeah. So that's some exciting stuff coming up. And the other part is we've got some, I've got some up- exciting updates from Crime Time Nerds. As you can tell, we're coming back, which is great. This is going to be the start of season three, which is crazy. And, yeah. Season three. Uh, it's bigger, better, better uh, than the first season. Bigger, bigger, longer, and uncut. Right? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just gave away our ages from that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and so we're excited. Uh, season three, we've got some kind of neat changes that we're going to do to the show. Hopefully you all think they're neat too. We're kind of doing a little bit of a split. We're going to come back to being every week again. Hopefully you all are not sick of Ash and I at this point, and you're still listening, which would be great. <laughs> and so I'm still listening. At hey, least. <laughs> we'll take one. I got one. <laughs> and so, which is an awesome. Thank you for your support from literally you've been one of the biggest supports of Ash and I. So <laughs> I'm so excited to have you celebrating some of these these big moments. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And so. Basically, we are going to be doing a format where we're going to kick off the season with a fun little Halloween episode just to bring about the second annual Halloween-aganza as we did last year, which will be me and Ash telling each other stories. So come come listen for that one. It'll be out on October 30th. So I'll be putting that out for us all. And then we will be coming back the following week with a just a quick little mini-sode that Ash and I put together, just something kind of fun. A little different. Uh, Ash got the uh, abil- or Ash got the chance to torture me, basically. So she was pretty happy. She's good at that. Oh, she's great <laughs> at that. She knows how to. She knows how to do it. After after 20, 20 years, nearly Ash has got knows exactly how to how to get me. So absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, and it's funny too. I'll tell the tell the, tell your crew this too. Uh, you know, she actually joined me recently oh, in an great. interview. Uh-huh. And, well, I uh, was gone. <laughs> yeah, right. You miss all the good stuff. I did. So, <laughs> so, but it was fun to have her join me because uh, a little quick backstory. I don't mean to like uh, the, the little quick backstory on that one. So I've been working on a new podcast show called Swanee Valley Unsolved. And this is actually the first time I'm plugging this. So Yay, be honored. Plug away. Um, which, uh, is basically focused on my region of the woods in Florida, Swanee Valley. Like I'll be covering cases in Columbia and Swanee counties and in the future, Hamilton County, which is technically part of the Swanee Valley. We will include them at some point. Anyways. (laughs) Um, so for the last several months, I had been trying to hunt down this gentleman. His name is Alan. I'll just, I'll just call him Alan. Uh, he was the victim in a case that I have been covering that I'm planning to cover in the series and he lives in Vermont. So <laughs> that's, so initially I remember when I had talked to y'all about this, y'all were so excited that actually one of my cases is intertwining with you yeah. guys. So, yeah. so, um, but then you went to Egypt and then while you were in <laughs> Egypt, um, one of my letters to him, it went to a bad address. It got kicked back to me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, because I just spent like $7 on this letter. Right. Because it was one of them first class delivery, <laughs> yeah. you know, sign on the bottom line deals. And, um, oh, yeah, sign like, in well, blood. Well. So I'm like, damn, I, I just spent all that money. And now I'm getting nowhere. But then I'm like, it's, it's like Randy Marsh says, I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> so... <laughs> Here we go again, showing our ages. And um, and suddenly I had the cojones to go on one of the local Facebook pages where yeah. he lives and literally said, hey, do you know this guy? If so, tell him I need to talk to him. Uh, <laughs> and then and then suddenly, like not even like a day later, I got a message from him, gave me his phone number uh-huh. and 
we set it up to where I would interview them. And then I was like, Oh, I hope Nat and Nash are free. I hope they're free. I hope they're free. <laughs> Nat, you were suffering from COVID, which yeah, I don't I, know. If the, I haven't told uh, them yet, no, but yeah. Yeah. It's not a secret. That's exactly one of the updates. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So you were, you were dealing with COVID, so you couldn't join us, but Ash joined us. And I just remember after the interview, she was like, oh my goodness. Like she had never seen uh, or listened to an interview so serious like that yeah. live. Yeah. And, um, and, but she had some, she, she picked up on the fact that perhaps he might've been hiding just a few more things, but mm. he, um, but other, otherwise it turned out to be a really good interview. And I think awesome. uh, everyone's going to love it. But unfortunately, Ash was also a little under the weather. So she didn't get to, engage in that interview so uh i, I wish she would have though it would have been nice <laughs> and, oh oh yeah and and, oh. and alan and alan like really took a liking to her so. <laughs> <laughs> she's got that way with people you can't help but love ash she's just mm -hmm. a good hearted soul i was gonna say yeah. typical vermont if you throw it out into the ether we all know each other basically by seven degrees of vermont it's a running joke here that you will run go walk down the street and you're gonna meet 20 people that you know it's just kind of how it is <laughs> everybody knows yeah. everybody inevitably so i think that's really funny that you you got to see how it works here with our small town oh i did our small I did. town life <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> you got a little a little vermont history there so I kind did. of a little backstory so jason's show tackles a lot of cold cases um john and jane does as well but you focus more on kind of the area near to your home just like we do for the right. one yeah, and your states are Florida, Georgia. Well, for for from the vault, it's na nationwide and also it is some nationwide. Canadian cases. Yeah, uh, but for Swanee Valley it's, Unsolved, it's going to be Columbia, Swanee County, and maybe Hamilton County, you're Florida. Keeping it, yeah, you're keeping it. Pretty and and we're going to be focusing more on homicide cases uh, that are known to oh. people, like people who like people that that have already been identified, obviously. But like these are going to be cold, cold cases, like. That case, I the aforementioned case I was uh, talking about, that happened in 1971, uh, 50 years ago, and yeah. uh, and then it'll follow up with a case from 1989 and a case from 2008. And, uh, and I know I I gave you the opportunity and you took it to listen to the 2008 tape, and yeah. that's some rough shit right there. Oof, it was that was intense. Uh, I cannot wait to hear the whole thing together. I really can't. It's going to be phenomenal. So, once mm. that is ready for release, I'm sure that Ash and I will be sharing that with our listeners as well. So definitely go check it out. It's you know Jason's put so much work into this that I think it's going to come out amazing. I can't wait to hear it. I really can't. I just hope I don't. I just hope I don't go into cardiac arrest before it goes out. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, so is the the nature of being a podcaster, right there. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. But that kind of ties in with uh, some of the changes that Ash and I are introducing this season. So what we're going to be doing is, uh, I had mentioned earlier, we are going to be coming back to every week. We decided to put our Patreon on hold just for a little bit. Um, we just really didn't want to give up doing every week episodes. It just kind of was getting, I don't know, we were feeling, we were missing doing this every week. So what we've decided is to... We, we know we can't tackle both things right now. It's just a little too much with both of us working. It's, you know, we have day jobs. So <laughs> we, we kind of do this on the side. But what we opted to do instead would be we're going to be doing the kind of a mix of season or a mix of series and a mix of standalone episodes. We're going to kick off the season three premiere with about a three or four episode uh, arc on a specific somewhat Vermont case. It actually tackles a couple different states. And it's one Ash and I have talked about doing and covering for a long time. Um, so if you've listened to all the episodes, you might have an idea. We'll be throwing out some teasers. We're going to keep it quiet for now until it comes out. But that will probably be, yes, yeah, that'll probably be coming out uh, probably mid-November. We should start that series. And what we're going to be doing is, is we're going to do uh, one episode, We'll cover kind of the first part of the case, and then we're going to be doing that one week, and then the following week we'll be doing kind of a revamp of Nerd Bites, which is now going to be Ash and I's case thoughts. So instead of doing it in the episode, we're actually going to do a secondary episode that comes out the following week, just with our thoughts on the case to that point in time, 
kind of going over some of the the deeper diving into research we did or maybe some things that came up that we didn't necessarily put in the episode just because of time constraints, but that we want to mention just our thoughts and theories, things like that. So we're going to be doing that every other week. So the series will start off and we'll do, like I said, about three episodes with those in-between case thoughts uh, as we go. Then we're going to do some standalone episodes. And then we're, again, we're going to have the, the case thoughts for each of those on the opposite week. So that'll bring us back to being every week, but not too crazy on the case loads. It does take a lot of time to research the cases. It takes a lot of time, especially because a lot of ours are cold or 50-year-old cases. So it's a lot of digging, but we love it. It just, um, we we can't do every week, but we know that we can definitely do an, a case um, every other week and every other the in-between week we'll be doing the case thoughts. And so that'll be coming out and we're pretty excited. We're going to be doing, I think the plan is about three series this year or for the season. So we're going to start off with the first series. Then we're going to do some standalone episodes. And then around probably January, we'll be kicking off the second series, which will probably be about a three or four episode arc. Uh, and then we'll be doing some more standalones and then we'll be ending with the final series. So we're pretty pumped about having this little mix. So we're excited to hear back from you all. If you hate it, let us know so we don't keep doing it. If you love it, we'd love to hear that. Uh, we tried to do something in between because I know it can be a lot to have every single episode dealing with one specific case. We thought this might be a really good way to kind of split that up a little of both worlds. So that's the the big thing we're excited about, the biggest change, uh, coming back to every week for everyone. Yay. Yay. That's I'm excited. And then, yeah, have, yeah and we've got a couple milestones to celebrate, too. So uh, unfortunately, I know that when Ash and I ended season two, we had planned to be back uh, in early October, I think we had said. But uh, what Jason alluded to earlier, I had actually gone to visit some family in Egypt. That's where I'm originally from. And I ended up with a case of breakthrough COVID, as did everyone I was traveling with and my whole family there. So we all ended up. Breakthrough. Oh, yeah. It was the breakthrough COVID. We definitely all got it. It was it was crazy. And so we ended up having to extend our trip several more weeks than we'd originally planned, which pushed our recording schedule also out uh, several weeks and made it so that I couldn't join Jason for the interview. Um, I still wasn't feeling up to up to snuff um, at that point in time. But luckily, everyone's mostly recovered at this point, which is the best part of this. Um, you know, if it had to happen, at least everyone's feeling better. So moving on. Good. But yeah, it was definitely not fun. Was not how I'd expected my my trip to Egypt to go. That's for sure. <laughs> I wanted to go see the pyramids and instead I saw COVID. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I still did get to go see the pyramids though. I got out. We got out a couple days before we were planning to, to leave. So we did get to do some stuff in Egypt, which was nice. And Very then, good. yeah, so unfortunately, we didn't get to do the plan we had had, which Ash and I had wanted to do an episode to celebrate our one-year anniversary of Crime Time Nerds. But alas, that didn't work out. So we'll just mention it here, even though Ash isn't here. We are officially celebrating our season or the start of our second year in doing this. And with yeah. that, yeah, exciting stuff. I know you've been, you're an old hand at this. You've been doing this for yeah. <laughs> a while. Yeah. A long three time. Years, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're, we're still the babies, but well, maybe we're sophomores now. I know Ash and I say <laughs> baby, baby podcast. Y'all have gotten there. Y'all have gotten yeah, there now. I think I we're think. sophomores. Y'all might be juniors now. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of hot messes though. So we'll, yeah. go, we'll go with sophomores. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> So that's the the that exciting news is celebrating one year. So thank you all, each and every one of you, for sticking with us through bad audio and lessons learned and changing yeah. the show constantly. Because Ash and I do that. We just we like to tweak things. We're we're still not never quite happy with with how it is. So we're still working yeah. on it. Um. So thanks to every listener for doing that. We and and uh, also too, before you go, I, yeah. I or before you continue, I, I'll say uh, on behalf of Nick and myself, uh, you know, uh, uh, from the vault, congratulations on that milestone. Thank That's you. a big one. That that is a that is a big milestone to make. That one year anniversary, one year. and then and then the two year is the biggest one because that yeah. means I, I think we made it at this. Yeah. Point. So <laughs> so exciting. Yeah, so congratulations on that. Thank you. We're we're mm -hmm. really pumped. Uh this was beyond what we had ever expected to 
to do. And having listeners actually listen to the show is way more than we actually ever expected anyone. It was our, our silly little true crime show. And it was really an excuse for Ash and I to hang out every week and just get to chit chat as sisters and you know, kind of that like definitive, like we're always going to hang out and we're going to always talk about this, this thing we're both yeah. about. And it, it's been so amazing to have everyone join us for that journey and, you know, and just to be able to spend time with my sister-in-law, which is amazing. So th- there are worse gigs in the world than doing this. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, that was one exciting thing. The other exciting thing is kind of a celebration of all of the listeners, which is Ash and I are closing in on 10,000 downloads. Yeah, it's a big milestone for us. So it has been amazing. Again, we could not have done that without each and every one of you listening to the show, you know, sharing us with your friends, what have you. Thank you all so, so much for just doing this for us and being, being a part of this. I mean, we went in and I remember... The first month we launched, we were so excited when we had 20 people listening and it was the most exciting thing ever. And here we are and we're celebrating 10,000 downloads in a year, which was way beyond what we ever thought we would do. We honestly thought we'd we'd probably last a couple months and then no one would listen to our show and we'd stop doing mm-hmm. it and we'd just hang out. So the fact that we're at a year, had to have 10,000 downloads I mean, you can't ask for for more than that. It's been awesome. So thank you. Thank Absolutely. you all. Yeah. So big milestones to celebrate. And we're pretty pumped. So hopefully season three is the best one yet. Hopefully everyone likes it and is excited by it. So some other quick little quick little updates is that we are going to be doing we are going to have some new podcast art, which Thanks in big part to uh, Kevin over at the Jury Room Podcast. He moonlights as an awesome little digital artist, and so he designed our new cover art that is going to be featured probably on this episode, <laughs> now that I think about it. Yeah, so we it's awesome. I love it so much. It's so us. It was perfect. So thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Just nice. super cool. He also was nice enough to design us a really sweet t-shirt. So we're going to have that on our merch store. So I'll be putting the link in here. Definitely go check it out. Definitely support um, the show and check out the sweet merch. I know Ash and I are going to be getting some of those those t-shirts. So pretty awesome design. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was like the big thing we were pretty pumped about is new, yeah. new things. And... We got new mics, which is always exciting. So hopefully, very exciting. I was so excited when I got this. I, I made Jason admire it mm. earlier. <laughs> yeah, like it's funny because, you know, when you get that new mic, you know, it's just amazing. And, and I know like, you know, as as my podcast started growing, yeah. you know, it went from using this stupid uh, Apple uh, headset <laughs> from going from there to using a cheap $25 mic, <laughs> then going from there to this big ass thing that looks like it could hold a weapon of mass destruction, you know, <laughs> uh, it, it's like heavy too. They're like, heavy. Ooh, but they're like beautiful. this very beautiful. And I am so glad I made the investment into Me my too. podcast and without it, uh, you know, from the vault wouldn't have, almost a hundred thousand listeners. And I think, uh, and I, and I think, uh, it's going to definitely help the listenership for Swanee when it comes out. Oh, for sure. There's, I, I've always been very sense. Ash and I both have always been very sensitive of our mic quality. It Mm -hmm. doesn't have a very, it, it always had a muddy sound to it, no matter what. Yeah. We had cheap ones to begin with. And we, we went with the, on the cheaper side. This is a little podcasting backstory, I guess, uh, for those who are interested. But we went on the cheaper side when we first started this because we weren't really sure if this was going to be something we did long term. You know, like I said, we both work full time and actually Ash works more than full time. And so we weren't really sure if this was going to be feasible for us to continue. So we kind of were hedging our bets a little bit. And then finally, we were like, okay, we're we're definitely in it. And uh, this summer, we've been talking about upgrading our equipment. So we finally bit the bullet for season three. So hopefully, this has a little bit cleaner of a sound than the, the old mics did. I'm hoping it makes me sound a little less like I have a cold all the time. That might just be me, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> every time you I sound listen, good. <laughs> every time I'm listening, I'm like, huh. 
Maybe that's just how I sound. <laughs> you never yeah, know. I mean, same, same. Like, it's like, it's funny. Like, cause you don't that, like it. when you, yeah. When you realize that when you put your voice on like one of these t- style of mics, yeah. I'm like, Holy cow. Do you, do you really, do I really sound like that? <laughs> and, 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 and it goes back to what you said too, you know, uh, you and you and uh, Ash being sensitive about your mic quality. Yeah. I think that goes for just about every other podcaster so. out there. Like me, I was very, very picky about it. And mm-hmm. like, I knew if I was going to put out a bad episode, yeah. I knew I wasn't, I was going to hear about it. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's uh, one of the reasons. And actually this is a good point, point to mention this. Uh, Ash and I have actually decided to go back and for the same reason, re-record a bunch of the earlier episodes. I think we decided to do the first, like probably the first seven episodes is what we've kind of pinned down need to be redone just due to my qualities not being great. And also just better researching. We've come a long way in a year. You know, in the beginning, we really didn't know what we were doing. We wanted to know what we were doing, but we didn't. And I I like to think our researching has gone much better in the years since we started this. So, you know, I look at some of the older episodes and I'm like, oh, we could have dove way more into this. We could have found some, (laughs) you know, there's lots of resources out there. I'm going to do a little extra to it. And so they also don't sound like the rest of the show. They were... That was when Ash and I really weren't quite sure what our sound was going to be. We weren't really sure if we were going to go the more humorous route or and the more conversational route or if we mm-hmm. were going to be more narrative. And we ended up deciding to go the more narrative route. That just felt more natural to the two of us. So. And, and that works. And that works very well for a, a true crime podcast. It the does, narrative yeah. Because the humor style, you know – it, 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 you're yeah. gonna, you gotta be you've gotta be a certain kind of person to pull that off and um it's, yeah and we always and, we never we never wanted to ever cross that line yeah. we never wanted anyone to ever think that it was a joke about the victims because for us right and that and we realized pretty early on that we just weren't those type of true crime podcasters we weren't right there are there are awesome ones out there who do it great in mad respect to them mm. It's an art form I wish I had, but I do not have that ability. So, yeah, see, I, and yeah. I have a, I have a completely different view on humor, humor podcasts like that. I, I, I just yeah. can't respect them, and and I'm on the record for that. I just can't <laughs> respect them. Uh, you know, in fact, I remember. I'll tell you a quick story here. I remember I came across an amateur uh, humor, true crime humor yeah. podcast, and I remember the name of it. it was called Who Killed Jane. And it had a perfect, it had a perfect name too. Yeah, it's a good name. It would have worked as a damn good podcast. Yeah. But then this is, was also the time I was researching the Opelika Jane Doe case in Alabama. Uh, and I had just actually wrapped up a visit with the detective working that case in Alabama and uh, the baby Doe's advocate. I was yeah. actually there and I had visited the scenes. Yeah. So, so when I came back home, I wanted to review some other podcasts that had actually covered this subject. Yeah. And one of the first podcasts that came up with who killed Jane. And then when I turned it on, Oof. it was nothing but disrespectful humor yeah. uh, with who it was two girls that, probably weren't even in their 20s just oh. laughing and giggling yeah, no. and on top and add insult to injury they were making fun of the poor girl's teeth or oh, uh, where no. she was found which was in a trailer park Ugh, and just basically awful. basically just just calling her trash without you know no. saying it so I just remember I wrote a very long email and after that email, they sent me an apology and never published an episode again. Wow. Wow. I mean, honestly, like you can't, and that was the thing. Ash and I were, we would, we had a thing in the beginning where we would find a lighthearted story. That's actually where the, you know, it's time to leave the light came from. It was just kind of a one-off that we had both ended up liking and it just kind of became our thing where we kind of change it every episode and make it a different thing tied to what the, the episode's about. But right. We realized within the first like three episodes that doing a lighthearted story, while the idea in theory was really cute, it was very hard to transition from doing light into doing and then going and talking about something so dark. And so, and I like to think that uh, while while we've always been big advocates for the victims and we've never made ever made fun of the crime or or any of that, I think we were a little too chatty in the old, old episodes in the first few. So. 
that was something that we both have just kind of gotten away from. You know, we'll do our thoughts at the end or like we're going to do for this season. We're going to do a separate show for that. We don't want to take away from the stories ever. So that's kind of like our take on it. And so that's one of the main reasons we actually want to go and redo some of those older episodes. It's just so it sounds more like what the show is. There's also the argument of, oh, you can see how far we've come, but <laughs> I don't want to lose people right from the beginning where they're like, oh my God, these girls' is, sound is terrible and they're just like, are nervous and they just sound like they're a mess. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, so we, we've gone back and forth and we've officially decided to actually re-release those, which I think we're going to be doing a poll on our social media of how we should do this because... Uh, I kind of wanted to quietly just sneak in and just pull the old episodes and support and submit in the new ones, the redone versions. <laughs> but then we've gone back and forth about, well, maybe we should just like pull all the old episodes and let people know that we're re-releasing them and just re-release because Whoa. we're going to have new information, things like that. But I think I'll leave that one up to the listeners to tell us what they want. <laughs> well, well, and I'll tell your listeners too. I committed arson on my archives, so like <laughs> you cannot you cannot find them anymore. Sometimes uh, for the best, you listen to some. There's a few that I I decided I I was gonna absolutely just pull. Um, mm -hmm. That you it, as you get more into this, it's not that you don't you're not proud of those episodes. They're just right. They're not right. And you're just like, oh, yeah. you know what? We weren't, it wasn't a good recording day, or we just right. jacked up our sound. A lot of those old episodes, I did our editing, which I have owned. I am terrible at editing. And that is why <laughs> we have the amazing, illustrious Chris, who has been with us for probably since, oh gosh, I think Chris started with us right around the Oklahoma Girl Scouts. I think I did a couple after that. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much I all went to that Chris. Episode. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That that episode, I still, oof. but yeah, like that's the the stuff though that we've kind of got coming down the line, and some of the ways that Ash and I are thinking about bettering the show. I think our goal this season is to really kind of just. I think we've found our flow that works really well for us. We've really enjoyed kind of just embracing the narrative form. I think it just feels more natural to to the two of us. So we've really cut out a lot of the back and forth banter and stuff. Not really banter. We've never really been bantery types, but. More just the like discussion, and we we thought it would be better to pull that out and separate them for now. Um, and then if people miss it, we'll put it back in. Like we're flexible. We really we're like whatever yeah. you guys want. <laughs> yeah, it that's works. The, that's <laughs> the fun part of this stuff. Is like you know, it's about enjoying. For us, it's about sharing a case that people don't know about. So at the end of the day, how we deliver it, whatever is going to work for people to tune in, listen, and care about that case. We don't care like how we deliver it. We're, we're flexible. We just want you to listen to the, to the case and take something away from it. So Absolutely. And that's like, yeah, I'm with you though. Like, you know, there are some who can do humor and you can't, uh, you gotta, Yeah, it just didn't it, never fit for us. Yeah. I mean, and at the end of the day about true crime podcasts, at the end of the day, education is key. hundred percent. And, and you have to understand, you have to at least get the truth out there and get the facts out there because that is actually going to be more beneficial and someone coming across this episode yeah. down the line. Exactly. And they're like, Oh, well, wait a second. I, that sounds like I, that was something that I remember hearing at a bar one night. Guy, yep. A guy told me he committed a murder in that area. Yeah. And boom. Exactly. Because yeah. you're always looking for that one moment where somebody clicks, like, or where someone has an idea that nobody else thought of, like, hey, especially with these old cases. Because a lot of these old cases haven't been touched in decades. So mm -hmm. anyone coming in with a new perspective or fresh eyes or hearing the case for the first time, like, you, your opinion is valid and your thoughts are valid. They're, they're not. Exactly. How cases get solved nowadays. Like we see it all the time. It's how a lot of these cold cases get solved. <laughs> Which speaking of, I think you're going to come and join us for a future episode in the near future where we're going to talk a little bit more about citizens, uh, citizen detectives and how that citizen investigations, I should say, <laughs> and how that well, all plays out. Yeah, I think it'll be a great episode. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would call myself a citizen detective. I like, I, 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 I like the, I like the term researcher because researcher. I, I, yeah, because I, I, that's what we call I, I'm ourselves. Not, I'm not necessarily investigating because I can't, I can't charge anybody with murder nope. or whatever. Which, and I so bad want to. Yeah, um, sometimes. In fact, 
<laughs> in fact, uh, when we talk, uh, I'm going to be covering a few cases where I did assist in the in in uh, solving a case. Uh, a couple of cases, actually. Well, one of them was a John Doe in Florida, and the other was actually a runaway girl Aww. from my area. And she actually, well, she was still alive, but yeah. uh, it was a very dramatic recovery. And that's something I'll cover in a future in, when we talk. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I know also, too, there's a couple of cases I'm on the verge of possibly solving. So um, I can't I can't talk more about that. No, other than fair. I'm, I'm close pay. to it. <laughs> and and I was also and also bore witness to something very amazing recently in Massachusetts. So, um, you know, I, I, I can't even dig into that either because I signed a, 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 a gotcha. waiver. Yep. So um, but when in due time, all that'll come out. But in the meantime, yeah, I think that'll be a very uh, good episode because uh, I have a lot to share and yeah. I have a lot to bear too. So yeah. um, for sure. And I think yeah. it's something too that I know for like Ash and I fell in love with the researching actually after meeting you, you taught us so much about how to dig in, how to look at a case, how to assess yeah. a case and, and to never give up on those Jane and John Doe's. Like we wouldn't have found our passion for those cases if it hadn't been for you and Mel. So, you know, big thank yous to, yeah. to both of you because that really molded us and really impacted us. I, we have cases that Ash and I have adopted as well that we still work on. Like they're not, we may have covered the episode, but we're still, sitting there picking at the case even afterwards and you never know. Yeah. So I think it's something yeah. that anyone can become a researcher, especially if you love this field, you mm -hmm. already have an appreciation for, for, for the field and you want to help people. I, I want to say yep. we all want to prevent crimes. We all want to solve crimes and make sure that these things don't happen, give people back their names, things like that. So I think it's beneficial to anybody to, to hear a little bit about it and see like, Oh wait, I can actually do this. This is absolutely something I can do and it's attainable for anyone. So, um, so we're excited to have you. It'll be a great episode and hopefully coming yeah. out soonish. So yeah, it'll, it'll be, be great. <laughs> awesome. All right, Jason. So one more time, let's plug your show. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So I, I got two shows to plug now. Yeah, oh. you do. Yeah, I think I do. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, if you go to uh, my show from the vault, it covers nationwide cases. Uh, me and Nick Wagler discuss the cold cases. However, we have not released a new episode in quite a while because uh, I've been working on this mm -hmm. current project, Swanee Valley Unsolved, and uh, and that's kind of been holding some things up. And I do have a future announcement to make on the future of from the vault at some point, mm -hmm. which I think a lot of the people are going to, uh, I think, I think they will in possibly, um, be in shock over it, oh, okay. but it won't be, uh, but, but I also hope that they stick around because it's, it's going to be a really great season two when it does come mm -hmm. out. Um, yeah. but yeah, just go ahead, go to from the vault, a true crime podcast. We're on every single platform yes. out there. And I'll and, link it. Um, and then Swanee Valley Unsolved, we are currently in the cutting room right now for the first episode, which we're going to be talking about the 71 case in Lake City yes. of uh, Mark Brotherton. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that was a very emotional uh, set of interviews that I've done Yeah, uh, because I talked to Mark's daughter and uh, I sat in the room with her along with my intern, Amber, and uh, yeah. our observer, Crystal. And it was just emotional. She, and yeah. In fact, I'll tell you how emotional it is. That was the first time since 1971 that she had ever stepped back foot in Lake City to do that interview. She had Aww. not been there before. And, um, it's, and when you listen to the audio, you, you'll get a bigger picture about that case than probably ever before. Um, and, and then we're also working, uh, we're going to be talking about Darlene Messer, a oh, woman yeah. who was abducted from uh, the Swanee Swifty convenience store in 1989. Um, and her body was found two days later in Union County, Florida, Ugh. which is about 10 miles from where her store was. And, uh, and then after that, we're going to be talking about the 2008 homicide of, uh, Linda Rollerson, who was attacked and murdered in the joy america food store 
uh, in July of 2008. And like I said, now I will also forewarn everybody that it is going to be extremely graphic. That episode in particular, yeah. it's going to be yeah. extremely graphic. It's going to be extremely uh, sensitive. So if you have a sensitivity to hearing yeah. uh, audios of homicides, uh, you will probably not want to listen to that episode right. or be forewarned. It's going to be in there. Yeah, for sure. I think it's always good to get the heads up. Like, hey, just trigger warning. Things yeah, can and get you, a little rough. You listened. You listened to it. Now, I did, so, and I was uh, prepared, and it was still very gut wrenching. Mm-hmm. Gut wrenching. I mean, so. when you when you hear the guy, you know, yelling at her, saying, "Give me uh-huh. the money! Give me the money! Where's the money?" It's really, really it 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 pinches the raw yeah. nerve. It's different mm-hmm. than just like one of us telling the story. It's very different to hear it. It yeah. is very different. So, and, and great job uh, on gathering all of that yeah. information. And, and 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 one other thing about that, I hope it pisses people off because yeah. the, the that's the thing too. And that's also key. You know, like I said, you know, education is key, but you also want to get people emotionally involved because yep. when that episode hits, I'll guarantee you, if you do listen through the whole entire episode, you will be pissed and you will want to do something about this yeah. because 13 years later, there is no way in the world. No one, no one knows about what happened at that yeah. door that night. Yeah. I mean, and that's a lot of these cases. It's hard not to, I mean, even we run into this where there's a lot of emotions that I think all of us as podcasters, we don't often show that when we're reciting the cases, but it's all in our research. It's all, we've had these conversations yeah. where, I mean, you are so, there are cases where I will never forget them because something in it was so traumatizing that I didn't put it in the episode that I was just like, mm-hmm. nope, nope, no one else needs to read about that. That's wrong. No, it's and, in, in, yeah, I mean, and unfortunately it's, we tackle those topics, the, those the unfortunate, time. and well, and then, and Swanee Valley is going to tackle those for sure. I mean, yeah. you're not going to. There's there's going to be no stones unturned, and there will right. be a lot of pissed off people by the end of that series. But I think, yeah, when you can elicit an emotion out of people where a frustration, anger, what have you, caring, crying, all of that, that's when you know that they care about these people. Like, we're all humans mm-hmm. in this world. Ash and I always say it. We're all human. Like, yeah. it is so important that we care about one another. That's all we Absolutely. can do. And we don't want I to mean, see it, stuff like this happen. Yeah. And, I mean, there were times I had to – you know, take a break from this project just because of how emotionally draining it was. And as you'll listen in the podcast, there is a lot of crying in it. And, yeah. you know, there is a lot of uh, emotional uh, descriptions yeah. in these cases. And for me, you know, there were moments when I was talking to some of these people, I had to mute my microphone just so I can get out a good wail yep. because it was so bad. And, yeah. and, and then also uh, just having to take a week or two weeks off from the project just because it was yeah. becoming too much. And that's one thing I think us podcasters can understand the emotional burnout of talking oh, about these cases. Yeah, that's so, why we take breaks. We have to. Otherwise, yeah. like, I mean, we took all summer off because we had just a mm-hmm. series of some, they're just really dark, but man, it, it, it hurts your heart. It really is. Yeah. And, and that was because one of my one of the reasons why my first co-host Daisy uh, left the show because yeah. of the emotional burnout. Oh yeah, she couldn't handle it anymore. So you're in yeah. some dark, dark. It, there's a difference between all of us hearing it, you know, and going, "Okay, yeah, I know this case." And then, I mean, there are some cases out there that never get publicity but are just awful. Like they're just mm-hmm. toxic and bad and sad and all of the above. Like and so. You get burned out. I definitely suffer from this a lot. Ash and I both go through phases where we will take mini breaks because you just have to. It it can get really emotionally draining after a while. So I've kind of got a – I've figured out some good self-care for for true crime writing so that it's a little – bit better now because you can't just go in and do 20 of these back to back you know you just can't <laughs> yeah you gotta take no. some time for yourself because otherwise your brain does some weird weird terribly bad things and you start thinking absolutely about a lot of sad and, stuff all the time and and it's when you start dreaming about them is when it's really yep. become yeah awful. i always say there are certain cases that haunt me and i'm not joking like the, the you dream yeah. about them you know them so inside and, and out 
And when that starts, that's that's the minute that's, your body tells you it's time to take a break. Time You're getting to too emotionally involved. Yep. So, so whenever you hear listeners now, we'll get some insight into this. But whenever we're like, we're going to take a break, that's why. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And, Any and, of and the I podcasters, want, that's what they're doing. Yeah. They need that re- recharge time. Exactly. And, and I'll wrap that up, uh, wrap Swanee Valley up by saying that it's not ready yet, but it will be soon. So uh, we anticipate we anticipate a release of possibly January uh, because right now we we're cutting we're editing we're cutting we're snipping away we're seeing what we want to include in it if there's any last minute interviews we need to do yeah and then after that we're sending the audio to Austin Texas where our good buddy Zach Bebo hey Zach uh, <laughs> he'll he'll be uh, tweaking up the audio and making sure it's all nice and level. We'll send it to a final mastering and then the big event. Yeah. So I'm excited and we'll, we'll keep you posted. Definitely. And we'll be, uh, I, I hope all of you all are excited as well. We'll be plugging that on here for sure. And uh, one final plug for the Finley Creek Task Force event night. Uh, great fundraiser, great opportunity to show your support of the task force and let's help solve this case and give her back her name. So uh, we will be, or I should say, stay tuned to see uh more information on that and check out our Facebook page. One thing on the Facebook page, we actually have a private group. We would love to have each and every one of our listeners. If you are interested, please come and join us in there. We're going to be talking about cases more. We actually have an awesome friend who has taken over our Facebook page, our our Facebook posting for us. Uh, I will give a shout out to Nerdling Piper, who is kind enough to lend their services to us to, uh, because Ash and I are terrible at social media is what we have figured out. <laughs> and uh, we are still going to be a part of the group. We're still going to be engaging and talking and hanging out. But we are terrible about remembering to post. And so luckily our good friend Piper has taken this uh, on for us. So she will be sharing some cool stuff, uh, giveaways, you know, upcoming project stuff, teasers, jokes, things like that. Um, we're going to be sharing some case information, just, you know, kind of a little of everything. So come join us over there. And I will also put a link in the show notes for the fi- private Facebook group. So we'd love to see you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you, Jason, so much for coming to join me tonight. It's been great. Yeah, absolutely. I hope I didn't scare anybody off. <laughs> <laughs> no, and everyone go listen to From the Vault. It's an amazing show. One of my faves, seriously. And hopefully y'all got a little insight into a little bit of the backstory of podcasting and the crazy ins and outs that go into it and some cool updates. So this will, absolutely. Con- yeah, it'll conclude uh, this season three kickoff Nerd Bite. After this point, Nerd Bites is kind of shifting to a little bit of a more serious tone. So we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Dad.